0: Oh, what's good, people? This is the Option Podcast, but maybe not. This is sports debate Tuesday. It's been a minute. That dude looks like Rob McLean. This is episode 91. Guess what? The episode starts right now. hey what's up people got to give the people what they want got to give the people what they want but for man, my man Rob I gotta sing it this way hated the love with the underdogs on top and I'm gonna shine homie until my heart stops go ahead envy me I'm the cast MVP and I ain't going nowhere so you should get to know me along with my man Rob keep it McLean McLean I'm Jason DeBeas. this is episode 91 of Sports Debate Tuesday Bobby what's up man it's been a minute what's
1: happening man we back at it
0: yes yes god is good my man god is good so a lot to talk about man brett Farr's in some hot water a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that happened in the ufc but honestly a lot of stuff stayed the same didn't even feel like last time we met a whole lot changed you know um and got some quick questions and um (laughs) Antonio Brown, maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about him at the very end because he's the gift that keeps on giving. But first things first, this is what people paid their money for. This is why people listen to Sports Debate Tuesday. We have our NFL Pick 6. Now, we are week four into it, but in light of the fact it's a 17-week season and we only got 10 more episodes of this left, Robbie, me and you, let's dance. Let's start with the first one. Your G-man, the New York Giants are playing in London against the Green Bay Packers. Bobby McGee, who you got? The floor is yours.
1: Man, you know, I mean, anybody would take the Packers. I think a smart person would take the Packers. I flirted with this on both sides for a bit just because uh, the Packers have not looked good. Their defense have looked great, but their rushing defense has not looked good, and that's one of the only things that the Giants offense is actually capable of doing. Um, and, and you know the Giants' defense is still yet to show up, um, and I think what 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 a better time to show up against Aaron Rodgers with an actual pass rush with two pass rush players who have been out multiple weeks. So I think it it, it, it leans in the Giants' favor. I think being in a neutral position leans in the Giants' favor because now both teams are kind of a toss up and what they're going to be capable of bringing on that field. I, I'm going to go with the Giants because um, I just feel like they have something going in. Uh, you know, in the right direction. Um, so I think this is a game that you kinda circle on the on the on the schedule before the season comes up and like, hey, this is neutral for both teams. We can we can take the advantage as long as we, you know, come out, hit them first and, and just play the right kind of football. And I think that's exactly the way the Giants are set up. So I see success there. I could see the Packers, you know, faltering another week. So I'm gonna go with the Giants.
0: You know what? This is a very, very interesting pick, right? Because everybody's eye test says pick Green Bay. You got Aaron Rodgers. Usually after like the first three games, he tells everybody relax and then he wins like the next like 12 or the next 13, right? Usually finishing first or second inside the, um, the, you know, inside the one or two seed or whatever and this and that, but – with that being said, there's something about the Giants that's always given Aaron Rodgers the willies. Whether they had good teams or bad teams, Eli throwing multiple interceptions, Eli beating him a 15 and 1 Rodgers team a few years ago, a decade ago, en route to the Super Bowl. Remember, they were 15 and 1? And I totally, totally get why you would pick the Giants for this. And, and in light of the fact that, they're in London, and neither team has any superpowers, and it's kind of a toss-up, which is all, all the re- the same reasons why I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. I think this game is going to come down in the fourth quarter. I think this game is going to come down to the end, and, and I, I honestly trust Aaron Rodgers a hell of a lot more than anybody else from the coaching staff all the way down to Daniel Jones, the quarterback, or whatever. But I will bear, keep in mind, Saquon Barkley, you know, that dude's a problem. <laughs> the dude's a problem. So So it's one of those things where I I I'm picking Green Bay, but we come back next next Tuesday on this debate show, you know. And if I got to eat that crow, whatever, man, I put a little salt. Oh no, no, put a little sugar on it, you know. Dose it with some mustard, maybe a little marinade. Put it on the grill. I'll eat that crow. i'll eat anything between two pieces of bread all right topic number two i'm gonna go first on this one we have the lions visiting the new england patriots let me tell you something the lions they're losing these close games and some of it's uh competitive losses and some of them is just lions luck but there's something different about this team they're fun to watch and they're not giving up on this coach which after this year if they don't have a winning season we both know he's gone because you know coaching 101 you never admit your mistakes and apologize it's like really like running for office you don't you don't admit you're wrong because <laughs> in this society today they rarely forgiven if and never forget so you know see he admitted it he sucks he admits he sucks he's gone so but very much like Jim Fassel when he you know, he put himself on the line. Very much like some of these coaches who put them hardball, put themselves out there. That motivates a team. They're gonna play for him and they're gonna play they're gonna play. Um I know New England's a tough place to win, but they ain't got Brady there. They ain't got McCarron there. They don't even have Hoyer there. I got I got Detroit.
1: I like it. I like it. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I flirted with this a lot as well. Um I the Lions, I mean, I watched some hard knocks um, you know, before the season came out. And I follow the lines a little bit now, but I think that they're, especially, I mean, if you watch the numbers they put up, you know, offensively, they're, they're a team to watch out for, you know, Jared Goff is a, is a real time quarterback, you know, they have a running game, they have, uh, you know, they have a lot of pieces on the offense, they just have to get that defense going. And honestly, to me, that doesn't seem like the hardest bit to do. You know, I think that their defense just kind of hasn't shown up. You know, again, I, I could be wrong, I could watch the games a little bit more detailed. But from what it seems like, it's just kind of they just have to not let up touchdowns, you know, just give up some field goals, give up, you know, try to get off on four, you know, on third down. But, um, yeah, I think that Detroit has been doing this for about a year and a half. And one of these weeks is going to click, you know, or they're going to put up 48 and not let the other team go past 24. Um, And, you know, I I don't see why it can't be this week. So I really look forward to Detroit you know, making that breakthrough in the next, uh, this week or the next week to come.
0: Yeah. Right. Can the Patriots even put up 24 (laughs) right now? Right. I mean, if the Lions give, you know, give them stuff on special teams and defense. Yeah. But,
1: but yeah, even still, I mean, the Patriots aren't made for, you know, a a slugfest, you know, so they put up 45 either way. I think Detroit's going to win.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Our pick six, we got game three. We have the Bears visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Bobby McGee, you go first on this one. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, I got the Vikings on
1: this. This is always hard to pick because these teams play each other a lot, and so they know each other really well. So it's not as, you know, one-sided as we might see. Uh, The Vikings are also really just up and down. You never know. Um, I thought they looked fantastic this year. Last week they kind of, you know, Made me think twice that they're the old Vikings just again. So we'll see. You know, uh, I picked the Vikings, but just like you said about the Packers, I could easily eat that next week. So uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings because I think it's the easy pick. But uh, I could see the Bears come out and, 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 you know, hit them right in the mouth.
0: Yeah, this is a very very easy pick. I think um, Thielen, who's been really really quiet the first the first week or week and a half for all you fantasy owners, I apologize and I share your pain because I got I got Thielen on my fantasy team too. But I was very very happy with him last week. I think I'm going to be happy with him this coming weekend. I pick the Vikings as well. Um, ooh, game four the un, the only undefeated team left are. The NFC zone, not not our Philadelphia Eagles. I can't stand that team. They Do they boot Santa Claus? The Eagles are visiting the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to go first on this one. You got Kyler Murray. You got uh, Jalen Hurts, man. Just a great graduating class of quarterbacks from Alabama, transferring to Oklahoma. And and we knew all of them would be worthy to play in the NFL. It's a very worthy matchup, worthy game to watch. But at the end of the day, I think um, – there will be no cry Eagles crying this one. I'm going fly Eagles fly. I think I think they beat the brakes off the cards in their own house.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's difficult, but uh, I definitely see. Um, I mean, I could see that, you know, the Cardinals playing, how they should be playing, uh, but I don't see that happening. I think they've been a shell of themselves since last year, since that DeAndre Hopkins injury. And, um, you know, the Eagles, man, they look like a whole other team. Um, they they look. I mean, they got Fletcher Cox back. They put what's his name, uh, big dude from Georgia, down there next to him. And you know, imagine that a guy that's three forty could you know Jordan Davis can can pass rush just because he could throw people around. You know, you got. I mean, I think they really to think back to what the team they had maybe two two years ago, three years ago. Um, even when, like just after they went to the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz and all that team, Nick Foles. Like they've had a squad. They just haven't been able to put it together. Now that you have like a quarterback. I mean, I don't think Jalen hurts is anything great. I just think he does what he needs to do. And he has the ability to be dual threat, man, that team's scary, dude. That team's scary. When, when, when Jalen gets out of his way, his own way as a passer and kind of just lets it go. Mm-hmm. He, he He's a good quarterback, but he's definitely some, some hurdles he's got to come over overcome with that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, with this game right here, Eagles all day. I think Eagles are going to be one of the toughest teams to beat in the next couple of years to come. And it's uh, just really about how long Fletcher Fox is going to stay in the league.
0: Yeah. Hey, coach, the coach had something to sell and they're all buying it, you know, and someone like Jalen Hurts who played for Bama where it was all about team, right? Well, that's not really necessarily one by the quarterback. They just beat everybody on all ends of the ball and then have to transfer to Oklahoma where it's quarterback heavy. He got, he has kind of that unlimited freedom to throw away. He operated under two different systems and had to take control and had to give up control. So you got this second year quarterback, you got this first year head coach or second year head coach. I'm not sure. Um... And they have this college style environment, and when you have professional players with a with that with that college go getter mentality, man, you know, and that selflessness, self selflessness, and occasional self selfishness, they got the right combination at the right time, man. Yeah. You know, what a great comeback! They, do, they, huh? do. They, 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 you know, I mean, they're I think they were down by like two touchdowns, and then I was like, man, cry goes cry, but boom, you know, so. Yeah. All right, game five. keep in the game. <laughs> game five. You know we got to always have them in our pick six, but, you know, we're California guys, so we have the Rams um, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. Do I go mm-hmm. first?
1: Yeah, I believe yeah. It's you.
0: Hey, you know what? Cooper Rush turned out to be a pleasant surprise. He went from a quarterback that doesn't beat himself to a quarterback that needed to drive, you know, at the end of the game for a game-winning field goal to a quarterback that's got a relationship with his receivers. That team is galvanized, you know what I'm saying? And the receivers are diving out for this guy, and they're playing hard for him. And And the Cowboys are playing more like a team. Because it always seemed like Dak felt like he had to do more, felt like he had to make that extra run, get, the, get those extra yards. You know, Dak put a lot of pressure on his shoulder to have to do more than what he used to. They're not asking Cooper Rush to do that. And now they got a good team. And ask him what they won, Johnny. <laughs> that means they're only going to lose by eight points. I got the Rams.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good game. You know, yes. I, I don't think, uh, I, I think the, what people are talking about about Dallas' defense being the real deal. I mean, they are, you know, and the, the Michael biggest thing Parsons. You can get, yeah. The biggest thing that you can get in uh on, on a football team is a pass rush at this point, right? Uh, if you beat the offensive line, if you beat the quarterback, even if they're running the football, it's good for them. They're not gonna win games like that. So if you get to the quarterback, which is what the the um, Cowboys defense is doing, and then you have, you know, really good piece on the back end. I mean that defense is scary in today's day and game, uh, day and age. On uh, trying to get a uh, you know trying to get a pass, that's 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 the game. So, I would love to see what Dallas does against you know a, a, a true top tier offense, tier top tier offensive line, offensive scheme. Um, and I, I don't even think that the Rams are necessarily the team that's going to break the you know the Dallas defense, but it'll be a good test for both sides. Right. Yep. And I think it's going to be a great game, and you know we'll see you then what Dallas' offense is capable of putting up against the Rams' defense. Yeah. But again, and they better have a hell of a test.
0: scheme for Aaron Donald. You know, because right, right now physically, right. that when that guy is healthy, you got people not voting for a quarterback for a regular season MVP. <laughs> All right, when was the last time we saw that Ray Lewis, and before that, LT. He he's special. That dude's special, special. man. Man, yeah, I yeah. All right, so the last game, this is the sixth of the pick six. We have the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Robbie, you finish. You go first.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I wish – I want more out of the Bengals. I really wish the Bengals would be the team they were last year and then some. It looks like they took a step back, which is understandable. You know, uh, it was like Joe Burrow's true, true first year last year. Um, it was, you know, Jamar Chase's true first first year last year. So I think at the end of the day, you know, it was a great year. But they got to build as in as a team, each individual player, individual players. Um, I just don't see like them taking that step forward from where they were last year. And you know, the Ram- I mean, the Ravens, man, I'm still surprised that they're they're not four zero. I mean, the games that they've lost this year have been just like, oh my gosh, like they lost this game. So it's like.
0: Yeah. They blew two I, of I them. They could have. They were two, in, right? Blue, they were blown leads blue. from being 4-0. Two of them. Two blown you leads. Know.
1: And uh, even the games that, you know, they won, they kind of like, you know, let the teams come back a little bit at the end. You know, same thing with Kansas City and T- Tampa Bay the other night, where, you know, they kind of let, let Tampa come back a little bit. It's like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, shut the door. 48, 20, 24 is a lot better than, yeah. you know, 41, 31. You close know, the door it's, all, it's all the way. Difference.
0: Yeah, close the door all the way. So,
1: I feel like the Ravens are going to mature. Uh, hopefully, they don't get injuries because that's what killed them last season. But they're just going to keep continuing to mature around Lamar, um, and yeah, he's played fantastic football. We got to get that defense involved. Kind of the same thing with Detroit. Uh, but again, I think this is these are the weeks that you start to figure out if a team is going to start to click or if it's just going to kind of sputter along for the rest of the season. You know, so. Like you're saying with the Rams, like you're saying with the Lions, like you're saying with the Ravens, you know, I think it's all kind of the same deal where you kind of get to see what that team's made of in these weeks, and then see if they're able to build and surprise themselves, other teams in the in the later weeks. So, it's a- I got the Ravens. I really think the Ravens are gonna uh, are gonna dominate again, and hopefully the defense will find another way to, you know, stop uh, stop the Bengals.
0: All right, you got two evenly matched teams here, and uh, who are probably going to finish one and two in a division. Maybe both teams go to the playoffs, but right now, considering the AFC and everybody being um, losing losing these ridiculous games, it's going to be tight at the end. So there's going to be some teams that are not happy. I, I strongly believe Pittsburgh and, and Cleveland are going to be out, and it's going to be these two. But with that being said, with both with one team two and two, I don't know if both teams are two and two or the Ravens are one and three. But I think no, the Ravens are two and two, but I don't know if the Bengals are one and three. But this is the game. Even as early as it is, that can send both teams in opposite directions. There's there's this inherent fear that can send because we've seen this every season. Like early, these early games, one team goes this way, one team goes that way. And um, I'm not tap dancing around on who on who I'm picking on this one because uh, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going. I just think they do really really good things on defense. They just have to be able to do it for all four quarters. Is it going to be a tight game? Yeah, because you got the comeback kid right in burrow against a team that is more than accommodating as far as as far as blowing leads is concerned they might be in the same situation but i think because they've been in the same situation and they've they've let these opportunities slip in their in their fingers they still trust the coach the coach trusts lamar jackson lamar jackson's such a great player so humble man so much fun to watch i got the raven yeah but you you know what i'm saying right like Right yeah. now, two teams in the beginning of the season, two really good teams, and they gotta. Whoever loses this team's gotta be really careful. They gotta be. That's gonna be on our on our quick question. Oh, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm leaving it at the end because I that might be the quick question that takes the longest to answer. So we doing quick question later, um, and, sure. and this might this discussion might resurface on on this same pot on this same episode. But but for now, let's move on to mixed martial arts. All right, Robbie, we got. Whole bunch of changes. Whole bunch of things stayed the same. Volkanowski just a savage. Right now I think he's number one on the pound for pound list. It's him or Israel out of but the same camp. City City kickboxing. Same camp. Same same bunch of savages. Um and but there have been some changes, right? Kamaru Usman got kicked in the head by Edwards with a few fifty nine seconds left. No one saw that coming. We were just like we were Joe Rogan like that face where he looks like it looks like a Halloween movie. Like grab someone, like death grip someone. It's crazy, right? He's knee fun to watch. So, yes, but yes. now but for this week until the pay per view comes two weeks from now, well, we'll pick winners next week. Let's talk a little bit about fight the fighters who have been out. All right, not Conor McGregor. Um, uh-uh. that'll be on quick question. I'm very interested to see if he's going to fight someone or whatever. We're going to talk about John Jones. Now, John Jones has actually teased. Um, Former, actually, for anyone listening, he's the former a light heavyweight champion, many refer to him as the goat. Though Rob will disagree with that. John Jones wow. has taken some time off to prepare f- for his heavyweight debut. Okay, uh, there was a, because he's been out for what two years, right?
1: A year yeah. and a half. Yeah. So,
0: so there was a rumor and a tease that he was aiming to fight at the end of the year. I doubt that. I don't think that's going to happen. But let's say it happens this year, or let's say it happens the beginning of next year. The question is, Rob, who do you think is or should be his first opponent? Um, before you answer this question, do we both agree he should be a high-profile opponent, somewhere in the top seven? Um.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it really depends. But yes, I agree with that to to an extent. Yeah, I think that he won't accept anybody but a high-profile opponent. So I, I would have to agree with that. Yeah.
0: Would you like? Would you like me to go first? I'm all excited about this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. I think his first opponent should be and most likely will be Stipe Miocic. With Styles, like, there are a lot of guys and in the, in the, in the, um, there are a lot of uh, good stand-up fighters. Roizen Strike, you know, Derek Lewis, there are a lot of good wrestlers. Tenor Cormier's retired. Stipe Miocic is a, is a really, really good wrestler. But John Jones's mixture of wrestling and jiu-jitsu is just nasty. And if he's putting on the mass and this and that, it is the matchup who, who he wants because he doesn't think that Stipe Miocic's uh, wrestling presents a problem for him. But and John Jones has got a chin and we know we we already know he could take a hit. Yeah. But you don't know if you can take a hit until you've gotten your ears boxed off by someone that's likes TP Miocic. Does he have one punch knockout power standing next to Francis Sangano? It seems like nobody does, but the answer is yes, he does. He's knocked out Verdun with one shot. He's knocked out um Mark he's actually I I don't yeah, he actually finished Mark Hunt. And you know Mark Hunt, you could you could drive a truck into that dude, right? So so, John Jones, Miocic welcomes it because he thinks it's a mistake. John Jones doesn't think it's a mistake. Two guys that want each other, high-profile fight. I think it's going to be Miocic.
1: Yeah, I mean, what is Miocic right now? Is he, is he, is he uh, number two? You know, I'm going to check it for you.
0: I'm going to check it for you right now. But,
1: right. Um, you know, what I was thinking is, you know, there's a couple ways I can go about it. You know, I think there's the positive, there's a positive list and there's a, a negative list. Um, you know, I think if he's smart, he would pick a, a high, le- uh, a high ranked guy mm-hmm. uh, that he definitely thinks that he could defeat, take that ranking. And then there's no way that somebody wouldn't wouldn't have to fight him. You know, if he's at a top four ranking, you know, you, you got to fight one of the top four guys. Check it um, out. I think the way he's doing it right now is check it. Oh, out. Oh, well, you know, see it? Yeah, he's number two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now. Yeah, throw games. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, um, I mean, I, I, of course he's gonna want to fight in the top four, but I think a fight like uh, Tui Tua, uh, Tui Tui two would be would be great. You know, um, uh, you know, a top four fighter, somebody I think he totally has uh, like many physical abilities over somebody who hasn't really been tested on the ground. I mean, there's a lot of things to like about that fight matchup. Um, I think a Tom Aspinall, again, I don't think he – there's a lot of – uh
0: so fun to watch, too. You
1: know, yeah, I think that would be a great fight. I don't think there's a lot of fear maybe for, for John on, on the feet as much. Um, thinks that he can maybe, you know, out-wrestle a guy like that. You know, I think a Chris Dalkis, you know, a guy that would be kind of maybe easy, easy pickings to get into the rankings and then you can, you know, go up from there. Um, I think there will be probably guys that, you know – Dana White want to see him against, you know, like a a or a, I I think Volkanov of uh, uh, Volkov would be the best fight.
0: That'd be uh, awesome, wouldn't it?
1: Right. Or you know, obviously Derek Lewis, but um, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think Ty Tuivasa would probably be his the smartest decision for him to make. Get him in the top five, unden- undeniably. Um, in that, that top slot where you can start challenging or even just get a championship slide just because you're, you're a top name. I think that also has to be brought into the conversation. Like John Jones can get a title fight because he's one of the top names in the MMA, uh, in UFC. I think that just has to be known. And if Dana White would just say that, it would be a lot easier for people to understand and swallow why Conor McGregor keeps getting you know title shots because he brings in money. And because if he's gonna lose, he's gonna lose. He gave just it to Cormier,
0: right? He, he he gave Stipe to Cormier first match, built a chance to be a a, a double champ. And John's John's star power star power's is a little bigger than Cormier's. So, and, and yeah. the only reason why they didn't push that, because come on, who's the champion right now?
1: Yeah, you know, and that, and again, they don't want he doesn't he doesn't want that. Which yeah. I'm sure they they would they, they just gave nobody him right sauce. now hey,
0: nobody watch. wants that sauce. <laughs> Anybody
1: want Francis? Yeah, take him. You know.
0: The only one that wanted him mean. was Cyril Ghosn. And then Francis showed everybody that you can wrestle for five rounds. And I'm like, oh, my God. So in addition to knocking people dead, <laughs> he could, the guy can wrestle too. Oh, my goodness. So definitely. Yeah, that was scary. Definitely scary. looking forward to this. Definitely looking forward to this. All right, Robbie, topic three. We move back to the NFL, but this time we move off the field. Okay? The state of Mississippi has filed a civil suit against Brett Favre and several other parties to recover more than $20 million in misspent public funds that were intended to help individuals on welfare. The civil suit implicating Favre states of the former quarterback used welfare money to fund a university volleyball arena for Southern Mississippi, a team incidentally, that his daughter plays on. So, Rob, what was your initial reaction when you first heard this? And and as data and the facts just keep coming in, what is your reaction now?
1: You know, my initial reaction, I believe, was Brett Favre did it again. You know, he does something that he <laughs> not only it, – it's just kind of, like, unbelievable – yeah somebody in his position you know who has the ability to immediately pay back somebody 1.1 million dollars but not the interest pay back the 1.1 million dollars but you you can't you know fundraise in a legal manner to go get this money you don't know friends you don't have people around that you can't like find a donate get fundraising it might take two years it may take five years it might take seven years but you can't find the way to get monies and donors, right? That's how people do it. You know, that's how people with connections do it. And so just to, to, to think that not that, 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 that may, may have, or may not have gone through his mind, but the choice that he made or the choice that was made, whether he is taking ownership of this or not, because it doesn't seem as though he is, um, is that, public funds were taken to do something where he's connected to, where he has legitimate connections to, um, where, I mean, there is material that's out that's connecting him to him in public record. So at the end of the day, I mean, it's bad for everybody. (laughs) It's bad for everyone. And where it's really bad is people won't look far in the face and tell him he's wrong. You know,
0: you know, and
1: and at the end of the day, this comes back to the fans at the end of the day, football players are people too, not just in mental health, not just in what they need to to be themselves and and to, to recover from all that they give in the entertainment realm to everybody else on this planet. But that they when they make mistakes, they need to be held accountable for them. You know, and you can't just because somebody is so good or the things that they did in their past are so good that they couldn't do anything wrong in the current time. That's what the message we are sending by allowing Brett Favre to sext NFL people, people while he's in the NFL and get away with it, you know, or have Brett Favre take public funds from people who actually need help and put it to what? to a sou- Southern Mississippi uh, volleyball facility. And what does that do for anybody? And I mean, I'm, I'm a volleyball player. I'm not trying to be mean. But what has Southern Mississippi done for anybody in the volleyball community? Like, they haven't won nothing. They haven't been competitive. I haven't heard anything out of anybody's name about Southern Mississippi. So the only reason that that place could get money like that is from local people, local donors. And now... We find out no, it's not even that. It was stolen from the people of that city to be put to an unnecessary commodity. Commodity, that's what it is. So it's sad. It's really sad. And when you look at how, I mean, again, he might, he maybe he could get charged for it. Charge not, maybe not for it. That doesn't mean you have to apologize for it. You could apologize even if you didn't do something wrong. Hey. I, I, my name's caught up in this. I don't even know what happened. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to make sure it's right. I haven't heard none of that. All it's been is my lawyer's going to speak for me. Damage control, damage control. That's how you know he's, in my mind, he's guilty before he's innocent. Now, that's coming from me as a person where if I know I did something wrong or if any if there isn't an, an ounce of guilt on something that I might have done, I'm going to address that because it needs to be out there. And I don't want anybody else making their own facts up for a situation that I know what's happening. So that's on Brett and and everybody for making or for making their mistakes and not owning up to them. That's on them, you know, because the facts are out there. So that's how I feel in this situation.
0: (laughs) Do you know why I'm laughing? Because it's not really funny. It's not a laughing matter. But like, even in wartime situations, Something so outlandish and so over the top and so ridiculous to comprehend. You you involve uh, the laughing becomes an involuntary reflex. It's the reason why people can laugh when there's bombs blowing up around them, and that's the reason why, uh, um, a checkoff play. You know, the seagull is a comedy in five acts, and no one laughs. All right. So a lot to unpack here, but I'd like to start first by saying I co-signed with what you said about Southern Mississippi's indoor indoor volleyball team uh um though on the beach is a guy named taylor i met uh, last year or, or actually saw this summer Man, he's doing some good things for that women's beach team man. and and I'm about one or two drinks away from actually referring to that dude as a Mitch. You know, he is he's he's highly respected and this and that and I'm sure his his heart is breaking right now. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Right about that, but I wanted to um educate our masses on some of the wonderful things that Southern so Southern Miss is doing on on the beach volleyball scene. And I hope to see him in golf shores. Sure. Golf shores maybe, and guess what? maybe in a year They
1: should they should have put that money to the beach volleyball facility. How about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yes, <laughs> give it to give it to, to someone, someone that needs it. Oh, oh, it they are new facilities. Give it to someone
1: that needs it. I agree. It would be it would be understandable. I'm not saying it's even correct, but it should be understandable if uh, you know, a program that was succeeding got a new. Facility.
0: No doubt. Digress. No doubt. So check it out. I'm going to bring up uh, two very very strong points. A one, since I got I got our guy out of the way. He's a, he's a near-mensch. I'll talk about him later. What does Terrell Owens and Brett Favre have in common? The answer to that is they both love me some me. Terrell Owens says it out loud. Brett Favre, in his heart of heart, knows it. And anyone that's ever been associated with him or interacts with him sees the same ego. Where does the buck stop between the two of them? People went through Terrell, Terrell Owens' life with a fine-tooth comb, looking for any reason why he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Some kind of, you know, um, off-the-field trouble. Did he get busted for weed? You know, did he have an altercation with? Did he beat up a woman? Did he? Did he? Did he? Did he, did he push someone? The dude doesn't have as anything as, so not so much as a parking ticket. And he mentioned, if this were me. You know what I mean? And I'll leave it at that. Um, that's my first point. My second point is, when you live on this planet long enough, you have something called the sniff test. Um, you don't like to assume things because people say assuming means so you know what out of you and me, okay? But the th- things you can assume. You see a guy wearing blue, wearing a badge, has a gun. It's probably gonna, pro- you're probably going to assume he's a cop, right? See that guy with a big red truck? fire hose got a Dalmatian I'm going to assume he's a fireman right now when you're texting the governor or lieutenant governor of Mississippi that let's hope this we don't want this to get out to the media I'm going to assume it's something bad <laughs> if you have communication with someone like if the media got a I'm paraphrasing if the media got a hold of this you know it would be a problem or, 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 or you know what I'm saying there might be some 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 bull job or some ash when you send a text like that, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong, and I'm not sure if all of this is true, but I think enough of it's a true. Or with my, this doesn't pass my sniff test. I have this saying that he who believes in everything is true is just as dangerous as the person that believes none of it's true. Uh, mm-hmm. But so with that being said, he's in trouble. He's in trouble, and just like you said, when you're in a situation, you're you're stuck in this dichotomy. Uh, there's only two things you could do. You just come clean, say you're sorry, say I'm sorry. You're Brett Favre, they'll forgive you, right? Um, or you hide. Literally, you hide, right? Because me and I you are shaking. Yeah, because me and you are shaking our head like he could say sorry and I'll be right with the world, and it just makes us just go. Pff. And you that know, to like, be a
1: whole nother conversation. Yes. But he hasn't taken that route, and that's the other He's thing hitting- about, and that's the other thing about privilege <laughs> mm-hmm. because I'm not going to call it. Racial privilege, or I'm not gonna call it, you know, rich privilege, or it's just privilege. He he could do something like this, and if he apologized and over time, he will be forgiven for it. Which again, it 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 can be forgiveness, but like, who am I to forgive him? Mm-mm. That's not up for me. No, that's up for the people of the community that he stole twenty million dollars from. That's who he's got to apologize to. So like. For me, like you're saying, assuming that he doesn't care because he could just apologize straight up for his own name, so we all know, but at the end of the day, he's still got to apologize to those people because he took the money out of their pocket when they needed help at the very worst time. It's like...
0: How much, is enough? This is, how much is enough? And how much well, is I enough? And how much is enough, right? The guy, the guy, the guy took speaking fees and didn't even pay that back.
1: Right, that's crazy. But yeah. again, that's... Uh, this is again those are i think this is a whole nother conversation of the privilege that people will allow you to do or allow you to have money and oh yeah i will make a speech eventually what is that i still don't even get that i think that's just you know a way of laundering money nowadays where oh speakers feed like who's gonna pay somebody in advance to make a speech that they don't even know it's about Hey, we're going to have a, 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 you know, a congratulatory speech for something in like three years. Can you, can you do it for us? Sure. What's it about? I don't know. It's just going to be something like what? How do you get paid $5 million for that? You know what I mean? What in the he- It just seems like, like you just, like somebody's just getting money for no reason.
0: And I so. can't stop laughing. I can't stop laughing at something that's not, I, I mean, for everybody who's suffering as a result of this, I apologize. But if I'm a betting man, I bet a lot of those people are like giggling and laughing, involuntarily laughing at this this when situation. It's so obviously stupid and irresponsible. Yeah. And, and some would say evil. I don't, I don't know if I make the the, the selfish, you know. Uh, um, I mean,
1: it, it it could be right upside the right upside the way of evil you're, because you're not, good, good had people to don't have known. do
0: that, dude.
1: Somebody had to have known. Good people don't do that. That's what I'm saying. Somebody had to have known something. Hey, we're gonna take this money. Where are you getting it from? I I, I don't think you want to know. That right there should be the problem.
0: You know you who's know I mean? you know who's in worse trouble? His lawyer. His lawyer yeah. already came out and said, Brett Farr didn't know where the money came from. We know that's a lie because it's inconsistent with the text messages and, 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 and messaging he's been sending back and forth with the governor. Who the governor said, I ain't trying to go to jail over this. I mean, that's code for we're, we're talking about something criminally, you know, criminal, criminally insane outside the, bo- the bounds. So, yeah, dude, I'm with you. Uh, we dropping, we yeah, dropping Brett Farr for now, but um, let's have a little fun. I'm gonna get my countdown clock, but first things first, we got to do this segment haven't done it in a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you to shame or not to shame. Sorry, I'm bugging out right now. There it is. And boom. Shame. 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 Robbie. Oh, wow. Isn't that awesome? So, Rob, to shame or not to shame as we got our scoreboard. Let's see. Let's talk about the obvious, something we haven't covered yet, but it was a matter of time. Buffalo Bills, my guys. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go, Buffalo. Hey, both of our teams, three and one, man. We could could rule the world together, Rob. All right, Buffalo (laughs) Buffalo beat the Ravens, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, 23 to 20. Um, Now, the controversial players, Harbaugh. With very very little time left on the clock in the fourth quarter, decided to go for it on the fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. Um, man, Monday morning quarterbacks are just on fire right now, and there's only a handful of people that defended the place. But I I I punted to you. You punted back yeah. to me for the extra point, Rob. To shame or not to shame? Go.
1: I mean, I I think it's pretty simple. Like at the end of the day, there was four plays to get points on the board because you are still down 23 to 20. So if you're not going to get points on the board, that's your fault. I mean, there's so many things that can happen in four minutes. I get the whole march down the field, but there was also a point in the game where Buffalo was down by 17 points. There was also a point in the game, like, there's only so much you can do on a comeback. You just keep coming back. You, know, you can't score seven drives in a row, you know? So at some point, you're deep, you have to put trust in your defense. At some point, you have to build your defense up to go and win for the rest of the season, you know? So you might not win this game. You're building your offense up. You're building your – what about your defense? Your defense letting up 35 points a game. It's ridiculous. You know, it's like the Lions right now, you know? So at the end of the day, you just you – you have to make your defense better. It's simple to put the ball between the uprights and to put emphasis on your defense. And if you win or lose, you lose as a team, not on the back of Lamar Jackson. Um, But, yeah, I still think they made the right play call. He made the run. He could have executed it and it would would have been fine. He should have ran. I don't know why he didn't run. But at the end of the day, you put the ball in the hole. That's it. So if you got three on the board, put three on the board, go play defense. Lamar might might get another minute at the end of the game. Yeah, and we're having a whole different conversation.
0: Yeah, because Buffalo doesn't yeah. get paid by the hour; they they march up the field pretty quick. So yeah. here's my take: um, What does Pete Carroll and and John Harbaugh have in common? They went with the analytics. If you remember, Pete Carroll decided to go for a throw, and because the analytics said you were l- l- no, less likely to get that ball intercepted than the fumble, you have you're more march likely on. to fumble. Yeah, but you're more likely to fumble that ball the one yard line than intercept it. Um, what's his name? Just like Carol, he went with the analytics, and he followed the logic, and he followed the sense, and, and at the end of the day, he was wrong. And the reason why you're a head coach is because you have something that's inherited from the old school uh, generation, if you're not old school yourself, called your gut. You have to trust your gut. If your gut tells you to go for it, and that's fine, but he used analytics as a rationalization, and... I didn't like the move. You you got the best kicker in the NFL, right? Let's say Buffalo comes back and they drive down the field. Let's say you hold them to three points. Like you said, you still have time on the field where if (laughs) I feel like if Lamar Jackson got to the 30-yard line on the other side of the field, Justin Tucker (laughs) was going to win that game. (laughs) And look, your defense gives up points in bunches. Your defense shuts down teams in droves. But at the end of the day, it's not about momentum. As much as it about it's about how do you how do you think your team's going to finish? I thought the Ravens could have locked it down a little bit. I thought the Ravens could have held Buffalo to a field goal. you know he didn't think so. He thought Buffalo was going to score so he he felt like he needed the score and 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 I get that too. So we got another one you We usually have one, but today we got two to shame or not to shames, okay, But before we do, I gotta show you the picture, Rob. In fact, I, let me let me see if I can find this picture first. We're going to talk about DK Metcalf. If you know where I'm going with this, DK Metcalf. Here's the picture. Got carted off the field, and nobody knew why. We found out why the hard way, Robbie. Yeah,
1: I already got so, this one.
0: Already. So Rob, <laughs> to shame or listen, we'll just explain to everybody what happened. He got carted off the wheel because he had to go to a bathroom break. Now, I'm going to go first. To shame or not to shame? Rob. To quote the great Robin Harris. Gotta go, gotta go. (laughs) Gotta go, gotta go. And he was quoted by saying, the clinch walk would not have made it. I feel for this guy. Look, it's embarrassing, but it's something we could all share a laugh and I would rather share the laugh. He chose the lesser of two evils, Rob McLean. He chose to go out on the cart as opposed to trying to to try to clinch and run it and poop his pants. All right. He's DK Metcalf, not Doodoo Brown. All right. We're not trying. We're not trying to have a moment that last in the annals of football shame history a lot longer than that cart ride would have ever done. The cart ride, you're going to share a joke and nobody's, nobody's even going to remember that unless they win the Super Bowl and and it's part of the NFL films thing. So good choice. No shame. No shame. Get out there. Clench it tight, brother. And if you can't, get on that cart. <laughs> Rob, where's yours? Do you I even mean, need a whole yeah. minute for this?
1: I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I, I don't. I, I, I guess I wonder how that call came in. You know, I wonder where that call came from. That he got that he called his coach that he needed somebody. Did he go to the medical staff? Like, and I wonder how long it took. Like, was he urgent? You know, was he like, yo, yeah, yo, it's got, I got, I need a cart right now. Or like, they're like, hey, we're going to go get a cart for you. No worries. But yeah, I don't know how that whole thing transpired because it seems like. If he just started walking, you probably would have made it there a lot faster than if you didn't.
0: How big's a football field, dude?
1: <laughs> it's true, but I mean You know a hundred oh, yards yeah.
0: is basically three hundred feet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, again.
0: Yeah, look, you ain't gonna I, do I the 40 which, with your butts with your butt cheeks clenched up. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know where he was at. You know, he could have been far gone by that point.
0: <laughs> the horn rescued us all on this one. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me that's not right that is not right dude all right so we are going to shame. go to our next section Ooh, that chick wants to scream at me again Did you hear that she screamed shame <laughs> shame on her i didn't ask that the yes that was we know what that was that was what game of thrones right that was cersei taking oh, yeah. that the walk of shame man mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that had to be the I mean i treat lord of the rings like it's not lord of the rings game of thrones like it's real but man that's like the worst walk of shame i've ever seen in my in my life in fiction or in fiction or in fact all right so robs let's go to our next section we are going to quick question my man and here we go All right, Robbie setting it up setting up our quick question. Let's I remember I used to sing this. <laughs> remember quick question. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so as we as I set up my thingy, I've got to get rid of that Metcalf picture. <laughs> there it is. Rob quick question. There are a slew of MMA commentators out there. The guys who do color commentary: Joe Rogan, Daniel Cormier, Dominic Cruz, uh, and now you got some, you know, referee John McCarthy and and Bell at Bellator. Um, just great guys breaking down the great, great guys, uh, great analytical guys who have all but superseded, if not erased, uh, classic play-by-play guys. So with only a handful of them left, and only a ha- handful of them left, left to do a good job, who do you think is the best um, play-by-play guy out there? I'll go, I'll go first, because um, this is a quick question, but yeah, I did sure. the long question, so I'll go short go ahead, answer. Go R- Mauro Ronaldo, Bellator.
1: Uh, you know, I feel like Joe Rogan, but I actually really like Kenny Florian. Or yeah. or even uh Dominic Cruz, I think those are yeah. probably my
0: favorite. Cool, those are color guys. Uh, like Anik would be like a play-by-play guy, but that's I right. I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Play-by. Uh, quick question, Rob. Should Prescott play the Rams if he's healthy this weekend?
1: Uh, no. I mean, he's not healthy, so he's not going to play. I don't feel like they should rush him back, so I would say no. All right. Um. Yeah.
0: I mean, to me, if he, I mean, he's shooting for this weekend, but I, Cooper Rush right now is fourth in the league in quarterback rating. You just need, you just need someone, you know, the Rams will hurt yeah. you if you go in there halfway. So I, I say no. I'm with you. Quick question, Rob. Kenny Pickett replaced Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky for Pittsburgh. Should he stay the starter? I'm going to go first. I say, yes, the guy was 10 for 13. Unfortunately, his three missed passes were all interceptions, <laughs> tip drills, and a Hail Mary at the end. So none of them really his fault. But like 10, 10 for 13, and unfortunately, all three were picks. What do you think?
1: He looks good, man. I was really happy with him in the preseason. I like the way he looks. I think he's he looks calm, you know, for a rookie quarterback. He looks pretty, pretty, pretty nice in there. So I think they should absolutely stick with him. Um, I, I don't think Mitch Trubisky is anything special. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be – that's their best option going forward.
0: Nice. Quick question, Rob. Is this LeBron's last year?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think he wants to play with the Suns, So I think he's going to try to, you know, hang out for as long as he can. Last great year, probably. Um, but, yeah, probably not his last year.
0: Um, I say yes. Uh, quick question. Will Zion make it through a whole season? <sighs> I got to say no. Yeah, Uh,
1: I mean, probably like every single game. Probably not, you know, but is he going to stay majority like a healthy majority part of the season, I think he will. I think they're going to limit him and uh, play him a certain way in a certain manner. Uh, And and, yeah, I think he'll make it through 60 games, you know, right. That's an average amount.
0: I like it. Quick question: Will Baker Mayfield make it through the whole season as a starting quarterback? Nah. Well, I gotta say, you know, I mean, between him and San Darnold, they're, they're 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 twin scrubbing it right now. I mean, and. The guy's fresh out of excuses. He went from a situation where he had great receivers and great running backs to another situation where he has great receivers and great running backs, all, all capable coaches. And I'm a New York guy, right? We're, we're, we're New York, New Jersey guys. You are what your record says you are. Either you do it or you don't. Forget all, yeah. that, other, all that other bull job, right? Um, quick question. Which two teams will be in the World Series?
1: World Series? I'll go first. Um, I got I mean, Astros and Dodgers. I mean, I have the Dodgers and Yankees. That's fun. It's a fun, like... Oh,
0: I would love that. Oh, come on. Right, That's 100%. old school
1: classic. That's what man. I've been waiting for.
0: My man's got four more well, games we'll to get past 61, man. Doing, doing it right. You know he's being tested up the wazoo too, right? I mean...
1: Well, I mean, he's not getting legit. Like, nobody wants to be the guy who pitched. I mean, that happens for every single record. You know, nobody wants to be that guy,
0: so... Right. All right, quick question. Will the Lakers... Actually, who's the best? What is the best conference um, in the NFL right now?
1: The yeah, NFL, the best conference? I mean, NFC rec- East is uh, looking good, man. NFC East is looking NFC, good right now. <laughs> yeah, NFC, NFC East, yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if we can go from right now, probably say NFC East just because, you know, you got teams that win, you got teams that are tough. You know, the Philadelphia is one of the best in the league. But for right now, you know, week four, mm-hmm. you know, I could say NFCs. That's fine.
0: I normally say the AFC West, especially since Russell Wilson has joined him with, with with the Broncos and they'll get better. I just don't know if they'll get significantly better. Um, you know, he's taking a lot of bumps at the end of his career in Seattle and I hope he just gets through it. But I gotta go AFC East. I think Miami's doing really good things. I think Buffalo is. I think the Patriots are not gonna stink forever. You know, I said uh, um, the Jets are the only bad team and that was a team that beat Cincinnati and Tennessee, who were the num- you know, who were who was the number one seed in the team that made the Super Bowl, so um, I go AFC East, but I'm a prisoner of the moment, of course. Yeah. With this hat to my left. Um, quick question: Should the Miami coach, the doctor, just got fired from Miami because of the Tua thing? Um, should the coach get fired too?
1: Nah, but I mean, there's got to be some rep, like there's got to be some, 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 something from up top. Like mm-hmm. it's got to be a, a draft pick. It's got to be a, it's got to be something done because that's egregious. It was seen by the public on live TV two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's bad, man. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's terrible. You're talking about protecting the shield. That's probably one of the worst protections I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, definitely one of the worst. You just, I've ever you seen just
1: brought the concussion. You brought the concussion conversation to, to mainstream media. I mean, that's, yeah you're the do. last thing you want to do and that's just
0: that i mean saying it was a back injury the dude, the dude did the chicken dance come on give me a break so so i'm injuries. with you i'll go a quick no all right quick did, question did he hurt his
1: back did he hurt his back when, that made him like, do the chicken because dance? he got concussed like did he chicken dance because he got up concussed and then he hurt his back when he felt
0: like that or nope
1: whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on now.
0: laughs> It's
1: bad when your lineman, your <laughs> offensive lineman has to hold you up and no. telling you, Hey, Tell we need stop. that. We need to stop. Yeah. That's probably when you know.
0: Exactly. But I'm with you. No, coach shouldn't take it. He's not a doctor. He can't medically diagnose or clear someone to come back. He doesn't have the authority. Yeah. Even though coaches do fall on that sort. Um, quick question will the Lakers make it to the conference finals, NBA finals finals, or neither? Neither. I gotta go neither either. The the West is wild. Though I mean they'll be Wildy. lucky to even make they'll be lucky to make make this conference semifinals. Uh, last you quick question. Go back
1: to Cleveland. Go back to Cleveland.
0: Last, last <laughs> q- quick question. What team with a losing record do you still have hopes for? Right, Raiders. Well, three. They just won one. Lions had some bad luck. Um, um,
1: but to make make the playoffs. though. Yes. I got the Saints. Um, wow! Primarily because of their Dalton. defense.
0: Yeah, and Dalton's with
1: them. Uh, you know, you got the defense. You got uh, Michael Thomas came back. You know, you have the it, that it, it, it's there. You know, it's just you know, Jameis is Jameis. So they got to figure him out and, and get him back to what he was last year, or you got to turn now. You know, hand the reins over and. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that defense is real deal. No doubt. You know, and that's you got to lean on that a little bit and get a. Couple wins here, get the team rolling.
0: Well, for me, in the history of the NFL, there's only six teams that started 0 3 to make the playoffs. So it's the Jets, it's 1981, the Bucks, Chargers, then like a decade later, the Lions did, then the Bills did in 95, and I guess the most recent one after the year 2000 was the Texans. So only six teams. Um, so I go Raiders. I go Raiders. They They, they blew a lead the first game. I mean they sh- they should have been two and two, they one and three right now. But um I think from this point on, if you if you look at the, the like a tail of the tape, like a pound for pound thing, man, they're 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 gonna be a tough out against everybody. But if they continue to beat themselves and they'll just make a liar out of me, you know? Um That's
1: that's the thing I'm worried about. I think mm-hmm. if you look on in between those Raiders too for me, but the Saints, I feel like they have more pedigree behind them to actually make it to the
0: playoffs, you know? No doubt.
1: They've done it before. No doubt. Real deal.
0: Cool, man. All right. Hey, that's the end of the quick question. But, Rob, before we Go! I want to give a shout out to our man Antonio Brown, who continues to be the media gift that keeps on giving. He had a video showing him exposing himself to women sexually harassing women at a Dubai hotel and then post pictures of himself and Giselle on Instagram after every, the whole nation knows that those two have been fighting. Not about football, says Giselle. This dude is the gift that keeps on giving and the media is more than happily told to oblige. Uh, the second shot I'd like to give big up to Kevin Durant and Billie Jean King for financing and launching seven, $16.75 million, which really means $17 million bucks, to, to help and launch an indoor women's professional volleyball league. As you know, you and I know they already have a bunch of them, but this is big, big money. And my only challenge uh, for Kevin is to make sure that they enlist the right people, stay away from some of these people who have been part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? Because the the prob- the biggest problem, you and I are both volleyball guys, the biggest problem we know, and you ain't got to say nothing on this because I ain't trying to have nobody come to your practice, all right? But the biggest problem we have right now is they pour all this money into it and they enlist all the same people who who have water balloons with holes in it. And the water just goes out. So $17 million, I mean, if you think 17000000 will million million won't, won't disappear that fast, you watch some of these guys who have been part of the problem. I'm not naming names, but I can name names of some of the people I think that might be part of the solution. I think John Kessel has good direction. He's not a good administrator, and I say he should stay the hell out of that. But as far as volleyball and this and that and locations and cities, I think he's really, really good with that. Um, I would like to have... Greg Faulkner young young mind who plays in the men's pro scene he's got some great ideas and who travels around he's got got H's in different area codes so he knows where indoor volleyballs heavy and you can make a lot of home teams for that so I'd like Ulysses from uh, who's the founder of balmeso balmeso is a team that I set for that actually went to nationals they won 2004 2005 I didn't go with them, but the Frankie Valdez did you know Batista did and and this guy's been doing some really special things for men's and women's indoor volleyball but particularly on the women his wife's a member that was a member of the the Dominican national team so big up to Kevin for caring big up to Kevin uh, Billy Jean King for investing and mad love to the both of them for that
1: yeah you know all I gotta say to that is uh, maybe uh, <clears throat> KG and his partners can go to Brett Favre and tell him how to legally get a <laughs> volleyball court and league going for less than he paid apparently so Yeah, I can only imagine that conversation. (laughs) Hey, man. That's awesome. Well, hey, man. How did you do it? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Too much, man. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Look, tell you what. It wouldn't be hard to find good color commentators if they enlist the right people who are looking in the right place. Who's the best color commentator out there for Enduring Beach? My man, I strongly believe it's me or someone else or someone else. So Chris Marlowe still hasn't given up that reign. He's, he's, he started this three, de- three and a half decades ago. I'm not saying push the guy off the cliff, but he, someone take the baton. He wants to hand it off. He's doing, he's doing Nuggets games right now sorry it's hey, not a terrible gig hey before our Zoom time's out again and before I gotta yell at Zoom because I gave money just for them to do this to me to do me like this is there anything you'd like to say to our gen- general sports debate Tuesday population
1: uh, just stay happy stay
0: healthy y'all. stay happy stay healthy Rob may love you guys but I'm not sure ch- no no, no. To hell with that. I love you guys too, okay? So for all of you at home, for all of you on your iPad, for all of you on your iPhones, for all of you on your desktop, who runs the world? Old school. Old school. Look at that. San Francisco and the Rams are playing right now. San Francisco leads 17-9. to We're watching that game as we speak, as we're pre-recording this. But for now, for my man Rob, keep it. McLean. McLean. I am Jason DeBis. This is episode 91 of Sports Debate Tuesday and... We're out, buddy. We're out. Come check out the Option Podcast on optionvb.com. It's also available on iTunes and Spotify and on YouTube under the NY Varsity Sports Angel. You're going to love what you hear.